but moving on as Gardaí and government are considering their next moves tonight after a Dublin building became at least the 17th in a year to be set on fire after a link to accommodating asylum seekers. Detectives continue to examine social media postings of people present at a disused nursing home in South Dublin as part of investigations into a suspected arson attack which gutted a former nursing home near Britis on Sunday. And Sarah, this was, as I say, the latest property damaged following rumours it was to be used uh, as asylum seeker or direct provision accommodation. Take us through what's known. Yes, so the building, I understand the nursing home is kind of locally known as St Bridget's, but it was decommissioned in 2020 after the HSE said it was no longer fit for use. Um, It was one of 300 buildings owned by the HSE that the Department of Integration um, were considering to house asylum seekers, but no actual decision had been made in relation to use the building or not. Um, So the fire occurred on Sunday and Gardaí suspect it was set on fire deliberately by those opposed to its possible use um, to house asylum seekers. Um, a number of anti-immigration protests had taken place at the building over recent weeks. Um, I think a security guard had been hired to protect it. Um, and as you say now, it brings to the total of 17 properties which have been the subject of uh, suspected arson attacks. And little to, to no arrests that we know of in relation to any of those suspected attacks at this stage, although government figures keen to stress a guard that we, we may still yet see them yet. These are complex investigations but in an overall sense, Sarah, how big an issue has this become or is it likely to become again in the weeks and months ahead? I think it's already a pretty big issue. I mean, 17 properties being set on fire is quite significant. Um, it's also quite worrying. I mean, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said last month that he was, um, you know, concerned that someone would actually be killed in one of these incidents and he was fearful that there would be a tragedy. Um, so I think as well, when you look to the next few months, we have the local and the European elections coming up in, coming up in June. Immigration is already a big issue at the moment. Um, it's, only beco- it's only going to become bigger and we're probably, unfortunately, Unfortunately, more likely to see these kind of protests and these arson attacks. Sean Canny, what's your reaction to what happened over the weekend? Um, totally condemn any kind of um, action like this. Um, no more than what happened in in my own county in, Ross, in the Ross Lake House Hotel, former hotel. Uh, I think it's dangerous. I think it's an attack on society and it's an attack on democracy. Um, I do believe that, um, and going back to the late John Bruton, I think there are ways of dealing with this and of getting people um, back on track. And one of the biggest failings has been the fact that there has been poor, if no, communication with communities when things are being done or being being, uh, planned. Uh, We need to have a clear, coherent plan of action. I do believe that the department have been overloaded uh, and the officials have been overloaded with, with what's happening but with, uh, over with, the with last the, two with years. With the greatest respect, Deputy Canny, you, can you really link that to the 17 suspected attacks for properties linked to migrants? No, I think w- what the problem is, is that there is a lack of communication. And then when there is... Um, the, uh, theories are put in place and people come up with all kinds of rumours. I've seen it in my own constituency where people would be asking me, we hear such a thing is happening and when I go and I eventually find out nothing is happening, that's it. But there is no, there's no way of stopping rumours other than having a clear cut um, and use local uh, politicians, use local communities as a vehicle by which we actually try and encourage to get uh, immigrants uh, housed, but to do it in a way 
that the communities can work with, with the department. But I do yeah. believe that there has been such um, a huge amount of people coming in that the situation has been not really, there's no pre-planning. Yes, it's sir. just, we're just going at it. And th- that's a difficulty. There's not a blame of well, anybody. Let's, let, let, let's unpack that here with, with the panel back here uh, in the studio as well. And Emer Curry, is it time for the guards eat of more resources to investigate these alleged attacks? First of all, there's no excuse um, whatsoever for this kind of criminal activity. And um, it is very clear to me that the real danger here is uh, the people who are doing this and not the people who uh, need our support and need protection. Um, so a, um, a lack of communication um, as uh, the deputy has said is not a reason for this. Um, so um, but the, 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 the lack of arrests, at least one or, or, or none at all at this stage, and the lack of a conviction in connection with these attacks, what, is that not showing perhaps that the Garda Commissioner and the Justice Minister, are they under pressure here as a result of, of the, those lack of arrests, lack of convictions? I think you said it yourself that there are investiga- investigations ongoing and they're being taken taken very seriously Um, and uh, at at the moment it doesn't seem like those uh, events are linked Um, but I I think we have to remember that these are people who are coming from incredibly traumatic um, uh, conditions and events and they're being met. So extra security at these sites then to protect those people who are coming to these areas or, or to protect the properties which would house them? Well Yes, um, I think in in this case there there was security, and uh, and these people were still intent on on causing harm. But going forward now, yes, well of of course, um, there 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 should be uh, a, additional surveillance, um, but at the same time, this just should not be happening. Paul Gavin, what's your view? Well, my view in the first instance is that these arson attacks are indeed an attack on democracy. And, and I don't believe the Guardi have enough resources to tackle this issue. And I, I have a real concern in terms of the lack of results to date. I'm not blaming the guards. I'm blaming the lack of resources in particular. And I also want to say this. The um, special detective or special detectives have been utilised in relation to some of the attacks, they might argue. Well, I'm glad if that is the case, but the, the results don't seem to bear that out. Um, and, and, you know, we need to be really clear here. It's OK for communities to have concerns around resources, uh, re- around the fact that they're struggling already. It's not OK uh, to protest as they uh, as a small band of them did outside of Ross Grey directly when those poor women and children were trying to access the hotel last month. It's not okay to protest outside of international protection centres. And we need to be clear here, the, the government do face challenges. I want to be fair about this, but they haven't planned and invested properly for those challenges. We were told two years ago to expect 200,000 Ukrainians. We've actually had 100,000. That's still a huge challenge. But the fact is the planning and resources that should have gone into it hasn't gone into it. And that's why, and it's a shame in this country, that we actually have hundreds of people uh, human beings fl- fleeing from some of the what? worst worst places on, on on the earth, sleeping outside tonight in tents, and that's on the government's watch. Seven hundred and thirty-nine, as of four days ago, unaccommodated male asylum seekers at the moment. Extra security at these sites, Paul Gavin. Is that something your party would be calling for? 
Well, it, it, unfortunately, it's clearly necessary. But I think the other thing we all have to do a, a, across politics is just call out this small band of nasty actors because that's what they are. I don't believe they represent the broader society in any way. Uh, and they're there with their nonsense about Ireland is full. Let's be clear about this. Ireland has exactly one million less people now than it did before the famine. Ireland is not full. And if we spoke about the health service earlier, the people who are going to help us in the health service tonight or tomorrow, the chances are most of them come from overseas. The chances are the people who I represented as a, as a trade union official in meat factories, most of them were foreign nationals. Our economy couldn't run without these people. Most of them make a tremendous contribution to our society. Uh, and what we need to do is make them welcome and make it clear to, to, to those small band of extremists that we're not going to tolerate this nonsense. We're going to stand up and we're going to build an inclusive republic for everybody. But at the, the same time, we do see a, the polling in the Sunday Independent over the weekend, which would show immigration as one of the top two priority issues for voters at the moment, just behind housing. And indeed, the same poll showed support, albeit narrowly, for the protesters at Racket Hall in Ross Grey. How would you respond to those two facts? I would, I would distinguish between, as I say, between people who have genuine concerns because of the resource issues around school places, uh, in relation to the GPs, in relation to dentistry and so on and so forth, um, with, with, with that small, narrow band of actors who take those genuine concerns and turn them into something else entirely. And I think what we have to do across the body politic is be very clear, we can't accept that type of extremism. It's entirely unacceptable uh, and it's not fair to, to the communities concerned all those people who are vulnerable who are coming to our shores right now. How much advance notice do you think a community should get, Eamor Curry? Well, I, first of all, I'll, I'll say that I think the same people who are saying that there is a lack of communication, I would like to see them put as much energy into tackling misinformation because that is um, that is the biggest issue that we face here. Um, and and the, the myths... Uh, need to be and the lies need to be challenged. Um, so the the reality is that uh, we are um, dealing in, in real time with um, uh, finding people, places um, and uh, communicating with, with uh, people um, to do that. And uh, does it work perfectly all the time? No, it doesn't. But I think we do have to remember that we have a an obligation here. Uh, and, and I, But do you accept Deputy Canny's point that the communication can be better, a point echoed by the Minister of State, Sean Fleming, on drive time earlier on this station? Of course the communication could be better, but it is absolutely no excuse and those people should be in, engaging in tackling misinformation at the same time. And Sean Canny, how, how much notice should a community get? You mentioned the issues around communications. Well, what, what sort of notice would you propose? Well, I would say that uh, if, if a, a, a building is being um, examined uh, by the department or by officials to see if it is suitable, I think that uh, one of the first things that should be done is talk to the local representatives who will actually be able to... Uh, fill people in on what services are available, what school places are available and all of that. And so at what, I think, what stage I, I in the process should that happen? I, I think that th that should happen uh, from once uh, that uh, they have inspected a building and say, yeah, this is a suitable building. Now, let's see if the community have the services to back this up and how we can actually work with the community to make sure that we do the best for immigrants coming into this country. Um, the lack of communication is when, when somebody says to uh, dispel the misinformation. The biggest problem is that 
Isa elected TD in Galway East do not get any information from anybody as to what's going on. So I cannot but comment. Real, this is a real-time issue, is what Eamor Curry has just said. Absolutely, and I condemn everything that's going on. I condemn all of that, but I do believe that uh, Minister Roderick O'Gorman needs help mm. in and his department just to, to make sure... Just ask you about that, one further proposal, Sean Kenny, just nearly out of time. This is a story in the Irish Examiner that Ireland could pay almost €13 million Euro instead of taking in almost 648 asylum seekers every year should we agree to join the EU Migration Pact. Is that something you would support? Well, I believe if we start paying uh, uh, paying money instead of taking in immigrants, we're giving in to these uh, people who are right-wing and who are actually um, causing a lot of the problems that we have here in this country and giving us a bad name. So you're and not I think in favour of it? Well, I would say that everything has to be looked at, but I would, not, I would see it as being something that would be giving in to the type of... Um, carry on that's going on at the moment the terrorism and the vandalism that's going on and as others have said it will put people's lives in danger Emer Curry uh, is this something that's on the table? It's being considered yes because the most important thing is that that we are um, responding to their needs in, a, in appropriate with a, appropriate comment. So we could pay this money. Eamon Ryan didn't seem to know anything about it or hear of it when he was interviewed this morning but it's being considered as far as you're concerned. Yes. Paul Gavin, your reaction? It's a mission of failure and as you said we've 749 human beings sleeping out in tents tonight. The government knew this crisis was coming. They didn't plan, they didn't resource and that's why we have this crisis today. It's just not good enough. Well, this one will run and run, I'm sure. My thanks to our panel, uh, Sinn Féin's Paul Gavin, Funagail's Emer Curry, Independent TD in Galway East, Sean Canny, and Sarah Burns of the Irish Times.